Welcome back, Rosebuds, to another volume of Ghost Tales to Tell in the Dark. If you are new here, a special creepy warm welcome. To the new listeners, our stories are all paranormal and ghost-themed. Most of them are based from real encounters, but a few of them are not. You can listen and decide for yourself, but make sure to listen to the very end where we do reveal which ones are truth and which ones were the fakes. We don't normally do themed volumes, but we've made it to volume 10. If any of you listeners out there happen to be artists or content creators, you know that making it look easy and seamless is anything but. It took us several months just to launch. So, to celebrate our small landmark, making it to our 10th volume, we're going to do a collection of stories about shadow people. If there's one aspect to the paranormal that I find fascinating, it's shadow people. I've had my own encounter with one, which I read about way back in Volume 2. I'll put a link for that down below if you want to listen to that in case you missed it. We have quite a few shadow people stories for you today. Thirteen, in fact. So, sit back, dim your lights, and settle in for Volume 10 of Ghost Tales to Tell in the Dark. Story number one, by Training Crow 5138. I remember my shadow person encounter vaguely since I was a kid. I used to see them a lot, but there's this one particular occasion that just stuck with me for the rest of my life. I remember my parents, before they divorced, went out for a meal and said they wouldn't be back until after one in the morning, and I thought, okay, sweet. I'll have the house to myself. I was really into BuzzFeed Unsolved, so I watched all of their paranormal videos all the time, so I believed in the paranormal, and I still do. About three hours goes by, and I'm starting to hear creaks and knocks upstairs. I ignore it and continue watching YouTube. Then 30 minutes goes by, and the knocks are still happening. I got really pissed off like anyone else would, and went upstairs to check it out. But I was scared, so I brought my dog with me, who was around two years old at the time. I think I was eight, but that's besides the point. I get upstairs and all the knocking noises have stopped. So I went back downstairs and watched YouTube until I got tired. Then I decided to go to bed. While I was brushing my teeth, I stopped because I saw something in the corner of my eye. It was so fast, like in one of those cartoons where Bugs Bunny, like a character runs super fast in a hurry. But I quickly turned around and caught a glimpse of something all black, around seven feet tall. It seemed ginormous to me since I was a kid. It had red eyes. Red like you've never seen red before. Red like blood just soaked deep into the eye sockets. I still have nightmares about it today. I still always see it in my dreams. Story number two by Darling Hades. I've always seen shadow people since as far back as I can remember. I was terrified for years and would freeze or lash out. I told my mother and she said things meant to be comforting that I'll never forget. 
Like, those are probably demons. You should pray more. She is Christian. Anytime I'm alone, usually if it's dark and in buildings or cars, rarely happens in nature outside, I see them. They say nothing. Sometimes they're up on the wall or sitting in water like a pool or drawn bath. They reach and touch a lot. I've never been hurt, but it used to bring me a feeling of horror. I was convinced they meant to harm. They touch my hair, my legs, or my arms. As an adult, I spoke to my therapist. He said that whether they are real or imagined, I should try kindness and respect. He said if they are real, they don't seem harmful and maybe lost or lonely spirits. If they're just in my head, then they're a projection of my mind, part of me, and I should be kind to myself. This has helped me immensely. I still get a little spooked, especially if they're a child and they grab my leg, or an adult sitting in the back of my car. But now, I do impart a little kindness to that spirit part of me. I leave a Disney movie on at night if I stay up late, or I put my music on shuffle in the car and tell them to pick the music if they can. I also spoke to a Wiccan priestess who said almost the same thing. She recommended the addition of putting photos of past loved ones on my altar or around the house to encourage positive thoughts. I regularly light incense to honor my father and a friend I lost now. I feel a lot more relaxed around these quiet shadow buddies. I don't sense any ill will anymore. Story number three by Peter Beater 80. I had an encounter in a cemetery years ago. I was heading home after work and ran into traffic. I decided to cut through the cemetery and as I'm driving, I look down the little roads and see a person standing there with their head down as if they were looking at a gravestone. I looked away for a second and realized something was off. I stopped the car and looked again. This thing was huge, probably between seven and eight feet tall. It was blacker than any black I've ever seen. It slowly moved its head from looking at a gravestone to looking straight at me. I don't scare easily at all, but this thing puts so much fear in me that using the word fear is too light of a word to use. It lasted a second or two, and I was weirdly overcome with a calm feeling. I still noped the fuck out of there. This happened in St. Petersburg, Florida. I had no clue what I had seen until years later when I googled it. There have been others that describe the same exact thing. I've witnessed many more things before and after this. Story number four by Stranger Pie. There used to be a few shadow people at my place. One short that often dashes around and goes through walls between the rooms, and another tall one that walks down the common corridor outside my unit. All my family members have seen them during the years that we stayed there. I've seen them in dreams before, or have seen them passing by the top of my head occasionally. Life at that time was a very chaotic period. 
and I had a lot of bad luck as well as depression and low energy. Everything in my life didn't seem to work out regardless of how hard I tried. I worked very hard, but many of my freelance clients seemed to just disappear or drop out of contact before paying me for my work. I tried to look for jobs, but often either got no replies at all to my applications or just replies from places that offered very low pay. A lot of other weird things also happened when they were around, such as hearing weird sounds, feeling super cold occasionally in the house, smelling a very strong, rotten type of smell occasionally, or this floral scent passing by. Things went missing occasionally, or I'd find objects that didn't even belong to me. I had a lot of odd dreams about places that I've never seen or been to, sometimes spooky places with tombstones or ancient towns, and sometimes there'd be characters in the dreams showing me stuff or guiding me around. I had sleep paralysis a couple of times, and so did my mom who also saw the shadow figure darting around during one episode of her sleep paralysis. My terrapins often stared at a few corners of the room that they're kept in, and I've dreamt of snakes in those same exact corners. The two of them passed away together suddenly one night without any visible signs of decline in health or anything. I actually moved out and rented a place of my own to avoid staying at this messed up place, but then I had to move back. My ex-colleague recommended me to this guy who came to our place and told the entities to leave us alone. I'm not sure what he did, but I haven't encountered any of those shadow figures or experienced any of the odd things that I used to experience there ever again. He put some colorful stuff with pictures of deities and words pasted around the house, and I'm not sure what they are. They seem like some talisman of sorts. I don't know what the words written on them mean, but they are very effective in stopping all the paranormal activities around this place. Story number five by Glumkale6507. When I was a kid, I used to see a small shadow person repeatedly. I called it the baby gorilla because it moved very quickly by throwing its long arms forward and then swinging its shorter legs up between them. Its head was very round, domed, and well-defined. First, it would peek its head through my cracked open door while I was laying in bed. It would look like a darker shadow than the darkness around it. As I watched it silently, it would slowly enter the door and then quickly lope across my room and jump into my milk crate that was my toy bin. The next morning, I would look in the toy bin, but never found anything. I considered it neutral or friendly, but that also might be because I was trying not to be afraid of it or some other such childlike mentality. Story number six by Forever to Thee. Back in college, I worked at a historic upscale restaurant in the area I lived in. I'm not sure when it was originally built, 
but it was definitely over a century old. It was originally a bathhouse back when bathhouses were a thing, and always had a very creepy, cool feel to it. I also waited on a historian once, who requested a table by the window to overlook the city, and he told me that the exact spot where the building stood was where the Northern Army headquartered at, and shot cannons at the State House during the U.S. Civil War. He gave me a ton of cool info. It always had an eerie feel to it. The kind of place where you would just feel like someone was watching you, even when you knew you were alone and all. But I only had two experiences while I was there, and chalked it up to my mind playing tricks on me. The first one was when I left my keys behind the bar in the main dining room upstairs after we had closed up for the night. I went back up there to get my keys, and it felt very active up there. I heard metal creaking, so I looked into the dining room and three of the chandeliers were rocking pretty quickly back and forth. I bolted down the stairs and locked up as quickly as I could because it freaked me the hell out. The next one is where the shadow person comes in. I was upstairs, setting up the bar in the main dining room for the night before any of the waitstaff got there. The only other people there were two kitchen guys prepping food in the back, and the co-owner slash maitre d, who was downstairs in her office. While I was setting up the bar, I heard creaking, like someone was walking up the stairs, then I saw a dark figure in my peripheral go from the top of the stairs and turn to go towards the other side of the dining room. The Mater D often wore black outfits, dresses and blouses, so I thought for sure it was her, and I wanted to ask her something about the reservation book for the night. I was going to let one of the bussers have the night off if we didn't have too many covers on the books. So I called her name a couple of times and she didn't answer. Then I walked back to the only area the figure would have gone to, which was like this converted spa area from the original construction that we just used for storage, but nobody was there. I went and asked her how she got back downstairs when I just saw her walk by a minute ago and she said she hadn't left her desk. I told her what I saw and she acted like it was just a normal thing. Oh yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. That's just the ghosts. They're harmless. I know the brain can do crazy things, and I'm pretty skeptical of paranormal stuff. So I still chalk it up to my mind playing tricks on me, but I'm definitely not 100% convinced that's all it was. Story number 7 by Jman0904 there was this one time when I was a kid that I had an experience I'll never forget. It was just after Christmas. I had gotten a new bike and I was on it constantly, day and night after that. We lived in the desert region of the U.S. on this dirt road. Even though we had neighbors on the road, it was isolated and there weren't any street lights. The dirt road branched off from a paved road and went downhill before you got to the driveway of our house. We had this huge tree in our front yard with thick sprawling branches. 
My parents really didn't like me riding my bike on the paved road above, especially when it was dark. Riding on the dirt road was limited. It was a very short road, maybe only 30 or 40 yards long. So what I would do after sunset was go to the top of the small hill, ride down as fast as I could, and drift into my driveway kicking up a huge amount of dust and making a cool peeling out sound with my tires. On this particular night, it was a full moon. I was doing my thing riding down the hill, but just before I'm about to peel into my driveway, something in the tree catches my eye. I slam on my brakes right before turning into the driveway and look up into the branches. I can't even tell you how I know this, but I felt like the entity was both surprised and curious that I could see it. It was this distinct and sudden impression I got. It was huge. It was almost all long, spindly arms and legs with hardly any body. It's like its face and body were kind of the same. It had yellowish eyes. We both stared at each other for a moment. I knew I should have felt scared, but I didn't. Then I blinked, and it was gone. Only afterwards did I feel spooked. I put my bike away, and it was quite some time after that experience before I rode my bike at night again. Story number 8 by Pimaji240 So I just bought a new house, or actually a townhouse. It was built relatively recently and looks really nice, but had been sitting on the market for a while and seemed cheap. I go to a showing and something felt a little off, but I couldn't pass on the price. I knew the previous owners hadn't lived there for a year, but I was surprised to learn that the house wasn't staged. It was just all their stuff they left behind, and it was nice stuff. Now, I live with my two young kids and my partner, who has her own place but basically lives with me. Aside from a weird feeling, the first red flag was my oldest child asking me why I was watching them from their door last night. After that, my littlest one didn't know about the previous incident, stopped sleeping in their bedroom. Mind you, this is like day four. Shit is escalating. Can't find things, seeing movement out of the corner of my eyes. Kids are always near me. So I wake up at like five for some reason. I leave the bedroom to get coffee or whatever in return. I'm standing by the door when my girlfriend all of a sudden says, the shadow person was here. I'm like, um, excuse me? No response. Move closer to the bed and she's out cold. She has no recollection of saying anything about a shadow person. Later that same day, my kids are at school and girlfriend is at work. I'm about to take a shower but feeling a little frisky. Forgot to mention the light switches are outside the bathroom and my kids enjoyed turning them off while I'm in there, so I'd gotten into the habit of turning this little light on and leaving the main ones off. Also sort of sets the mood. So I'm going about my business in the shower, not typical, but mixing it up, when I see a fucking person's shadow move along the side of the shower. Thing is, 
I was too far gone at that point. Instead of being afraid, my sex brain kicked in and I figured the shadow person was making a move. Oh, and it had passed back and forth like three times at this point. I said, come on, the water's warm, while extending a certain body part out. But then the thing just left. Now, creepy feeling in the house, gone. Child who wouldn't sleep in their own bed, now will. Girlfriend saying terrifying things, still happening, but not supernatural in origin. Story number nine by Sosters81330. Yes, I have seen a few shadow people here and there, but once I notice them, they hide. I saw one next to my mom once. She was in a really bad way with depression and it looked like inky blots that formed a human. It was standing right next to her and since I saw it peripherally, I just assumed it was the shadow of my dad. It wasn't him. I saw another one in the apartment complex I lived in when I was going to college in Denver. It was a three-story building with the stairwell on the inside, like the first thing you encounter when you enter the building. I was coming home from classes and then felt like someone was staring at me. I looked up and this pitch black shadow person was leaning over the railing staring at me. As soon as I noticed it, it shot backwards. It knew I saw it, which was pretty unnerving to me. I ran up the stairs and there was no one there and nowhere this person could have hid in the time it took me to find them. They usually are quick to hide, which feels like they definitely know when you see them. Story number 10 by Mikey B. 303 I grew up in Arizona, so when my family decided to move across the country, it was a huge change. During the pandemic, my parents got furloughed at work and had to find new jobs. Because we had lived in this tiny little town in Arizona, we either had to move to the city, which would have been Phoenix, or to another state entirely. We ended up in Connecticut. It was really pretty there, but I encountered some pretty strange things that I've not experienced before or for some time since we first moved here. Maybe it was stress, but I don't think so. The house my parents rented was kind of odd. It was split level with this half subterranean room that was so huge it was broken up with furniture dividers to create three separate rooms for my two brothers and I to share. The very first week in my new room, I had something like sleep paralysis. I'm still unsure if it was because I wasn't rendered immobile. I woke up from a dead sleep and there's this huge seven or eight foot shadow entity with very long arms and glowing red eyes standing by my bedside looking down at me. Before I could do anything, it bends down gets right up in my face and says in a tone that was more mocking than kind, Are you okay? Then it just disappeared. It came back a few more times and I couldn't take it anymore. I was scared to tell my parents because I was sure they wouldn't believe me, but I did. 
I have two moms, and one of them is like a light-practicing Wiccan. She smudged our home with sage and put up shields. And after that, I didn't have experiences with that dark entity ever again. Story number 11 by Black Cat 1206 My mama has lots of siblings, and as children, my cousins and I were raised together in three main houses and flats by my four aunties, my mama, and a few good uncles. The main house was where my gran, my mama, me, and various older boy cousins were based. My auntie and uncle's flat, where they raised their three kids, is where I spent most weekends. My oldest, Auntie Jay's flat, where she lived with her four older teenage kids, along with assorted girlfriends' boyfriends at various times, is where I spent the other half of my childhood. Auntie Jay was more like a second mother. I was as comfortable and close with her as I was with my mama. The day was a regular day. I was in the kitchen at the dining table, drawing or doing whatever seven-year-olds do. Mama was upstairs in one of the bedrooms. Jay was coming in and out of the kitchen, washing up and doing housework. Jay came back into the kitchen and said, You're the only one here, so can you help me make dinner? Always liking to help in the kitchen, I readily agreed. I took my wheelchair to the sink to wash my hands, and on returning to the dining room table, I happened to look up at the mirror. The mirror was positioned in such a way that it reflected part of the stairs, the middle part. As clear as day, in the mirror, I saw a tall, dark, solid figure leaning over the banisters. I automatically called out, Hey, guess what? I'm making dinner! Jay came back into the kitchen and said, Who are you talking to? Hey, he's on the stairs, I replied. Jay looked confused and slightly annoyed. There's nobody on the stairs, love. I didn't say anything else and was quiet for the rest of the night. Later, my cousins G and A came in and, noticing I wasn't my usual loud, annoying self, asked me what was wrong. I told them both about the figure and straight away, A started telling me an obviously made-up story about the flat being haunted by this man in black. I didn't believe this, of course. Halfway through, A began to laugh and said, I'm making it up, Shiv. There's nothing like that here. You should stop reading those stupid spooky stories. You're too young. G glared at her brother and said to me, It's okay, baby. A is right. There's nothing like that here. If there was, I would know. We would have seen it. Wouldn't we? A nodded and G cuddled me. That was okay, but knowing that my cousin made up the story made me more uneasy because if it wasn't that, then what did I see? As I said earlier, I spent half of my childhood at the flat and I never saw or felt anything like that again. Thank goodness. Story number 12 by Icarus Twice I've seen shadow people. The first experience, I was a child, and I saw this entity I'll call the Crawler. This was a girl of solid shadow. She crawled up the foot of my bed and choked me out. Evidently, I had a croup attack, 
which I was taken to the hospital and had an out-of-body experience where I saw the nurses about to cut open my neck with a scalpel. I was unconscious yet could recount the nurses' actions in detail as I remember floating above my bed as they called out code blue. The second time, I was asleep on a couch. I was a teen at this time. I sat up because something felt off. I turned around and saw a girl who was half submerged in the wall, with black hair floating upwards, gray cracked skin and yellow glowing eyes reaching her hand toward my shoulder. I had a stare off with her for twenty some minutes before she disappeared. I also had a dream last year of the hat man staring at a girl walking into a swamp. I think she was possessed, emerging as the black figure that choked me out. I think it was a residual memory of how the shadow person came to be. I also think that the crawler and the girl in the wall are the same because I recognized the presence, as odd as that sounds. You'd think I'd be terrified if it were the same one that nearly killed me, but no. All I felt was curiosity, and almost like they were there to protect me, maybe. I did some research about the wall lady the next morning, and the yellow eye color means death. But still, I didn't feel scared. It's pretty strange. My opinion, they want to kill me, or watch over me, or something. I am an autistic person, so I'm extra sensitive and susceptible to paranormal phenomenon, at least according to online research. Apparently, souls have a dim glow, but autistic people shine like a lighthouse to spirits, making autistic people a bigger target. Not sure if it's true, but I can tell you, I'll never go into a haunted house or antagonize them. I simply try to maintain positive energy so I'll have the best outcome possible. Story number 13 by Fluffy Sugar Lumps. So, I've been plagued with shadow people all my life. They seem to be neutral, but always show up in hard times. Alone, depressed, drugged, anxious. I call them the observers because they try their best not to be spotted. They seem to just want to watch your misery, I guess. Who knows what they actually are, though? My theory? I'd say it's a 3D representation of a 4D being. So, fourth dimensional beings poking around in our third dimension. I've tried asking them to leave. Holy water in prayer, burning sage in prayer, salting, pleading them to stop. Nothing works. I haven't seen them in over a year though, but that makes sense. I have a better paying job. In 17 days, I'll be a year sober from alcohol. My fiancé is about to finish college and start her career, and we'll be married in three months. I'm just happy and content with my life. And any time when life is going just great, I never see them. Well, Rosebuds, I hope you enjoyed those stories. If you did, give the thumbs up button a little love. It really helps us out. Tell us which one was your favorite. Have you ever had a shadow person encounter? Leave us a comment and tell us about it. We'd love to hear your story. 
Also, if you'd like to support us, check out our merch website at blackrosepress.art. That's blackrosepress.art and see what paranormal themed goodies we have on there for ya. Alright, on to our reveal. All 13 stories today were true encounters. We don't normally do that. We usually mix it up. I wanted to throw in a little detail that stories number 7 and 10 were especially true because those were both experiences my two sons had. They were two different boys who had those encounters and let me tell you guys that as a mom, you know when your kids are lying most of the time, but these encounters really had both of them spooked, so I believe them. I especially found it really creepy that when I was researching shadow person stories, I stumbled on story number one and the details of that story are uncannily similar to one of my son's experiences that I told in story number 10. Because my son's encounter with the entity he experienced was huge and had those terrifying red eyes as well. Anyway, that's a wrap for now, Rosebuds. Thanks for listening. Until next time, take care and stay creepy.